is Tessa and I'm your host. Today it's just me and I wanted to just share a few things that I was thinking about. First, um, I wanted just to recognize today, November 7th, it's been one year since my friend Jill passed away. And um, for those of you who have listened to my other episodes know how much I loved her. She is just, she is an amazing person and an amazing spirit. And it's been really hard. Um, I know for her family and for all of her other friends because she's touched so many people's lives. But I'm sure she's probably up in heaven doing workout sessions with people and probably started a spin class. But um, I just really miss her today. Jill is the reason I even started the podcast. Um, After she passed away, I started having thoughts about you know, getting back in touch with some of my friends and being more in contact with people that I care about. And um, it all led to this podcast. And my very first episode was actually aired on her birthday. And so I think it's, I guess, kind of neat that today um, is the one year anniversary of her being gone. And um, we are going to talk about um, the month of Thanksgiving and what it means and what it means to me. Um, it really made me start thinking like, you know, I'm really grateful for my friends, um, especially those who are super close to me and know everything about me. I love them and I would do anything for them. And um, so it made me start thinking about like, what else am I grateful for? And Um, you know, I have health issues, nothing, you know, that will take my life like cancer, but I am grateful that I'm alive. Um, and I'm grateful, you know, for my parents, I'm grateful for my siblings, even though we don't see eye to eye most of the time, but I still love my siblings. Um, I am grateful for my husband He is an amazing man and, you know, he sacrifices so much for our family and I'm grateful for my kids. I have four beautiful children and, you know, three of them are out of the home and live on their own and are adults, which is crazy, but I am so grateful that we have technology. That way I can call and talk to them and even FaceTime them whenever I want and um, I'm probably the one thing that I am most grateful for right now, and it doesn't trump anything else, but I am so grateful for my grandson and that I can FaceTime him every single day if I want. And he knows me because of FaceTime and because I visit, but it, he is just such a blessing in my life. And when I'm down, I will actually call and talk to him and he just makes everything so much better. So, um, so it got me thinking, like, what, what does Thanksgiving mean? And so I looked up some definitions. I looked up, and um, Thanksgiving is an act of giving thanks or an expression of gratitude, especially to God. 
So to me, that was like, okay, it's not just being, oh, I'm so grateful for this or thank you. So, you know, but it's actually an expression of gratitude to God. Um, So I looked up thankfulness, which is an acknowledgement of a favor, being thankful, warm and friendly feelings of gratitude. So I looked up thankful and that means aware and appreciative of a benefit. Um, And then I looked up gratitude and it says the state of being grateful. So I looked up grateful and it's appreciative and thankful. So all of these together, you know, create um, a thanksgiving, right? We are grateful and thankful for things. And when we have gratitude um, and thankfulness, we can see what is in our life instead of what is not. So I found a, um, an address given by Marion G. Romney in 1982. And um, he said, quote, I have in mind talking to you a few minutes about gratitude and thanksgiving. The virtues of gratitude have been widely extolled and the sinfulness of ingratitude has been just as widely condemned. It has been said that an ungrateful man is like a hog under a tree eating acorns, but never looking up to see where they come from. To me, this is like us getting so involved in our lives and forgetting to look up and say thank you to God. And so this has been a really good reminder for me. Um, So in the scriptures, in the Bible, Jesus revealed his feelings about ingratitude when only one of the 10 lepers who had been healed turned back and gave thanks. Luke tells us that it came to pass as Jesus went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him 10 men that were lepers, which stood off afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show yourselves unto the priests. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answering said, Were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? There are not found that returned to give glory to God, save this stranger. So even, you know, in this parable, they're teaching us, we're being taught that we need to give glory to God. We need to thank God for everything that we have, whether it be, you know, um, indoor plumbing or air conditioning. I mean, I am so grateful to live in a time (laughs) when, you know, we have transportation where we can drive even fly to, you know, go see my grandson or go on a trip. Um, This is an amazing time that we live in. So I found a talk given by Thomas S. Monson. Um, He was a prophet of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And in 1992, he said, quote, Through divine intervention, those who were lepers were spared from a cruel, lingering death and given a new lease on life. The expressed gratitude by one merited the master's blessing, the ingratitude shown by the nine, his disappointment. 
Like the leprosy of yesteryear are the plagues of today. They linger, they debilitate, they destroy. Surfeited with their poison, we tend to criticize, to complain, to blame, and slowly but surely to abandon the positives and adopt the negatives of life. A popular refrain from the 1940s captured the thought, accentuate the positive, eliminate the negative, latch on to the affirmative, don't mess with Mr. In-Between. Good advice then, good advice now. This is a wonderful time to be living here on earth. Our opportunities are limitless. While there are some things wrong in the world today, there are many things right, such as teachers who teach, ministers who minister, marriages that make it, parents who sacrifice, and friends who help. We can lift ourselves and others as well when we refuse to remain in the realm of negative thought and cultivate within our hearts an attitude of gratitude. If ingratitude be numbered among the serious sins, then gratitude takes its place among the noblest of virtues." End quote. I loved this because even though it's from 1992, it is so relevant to now. You know, we live in an amazing time. There are a lot of things going on right now that are not good. And it's so important for us to focus on the positive and be grateful for what we do have. And um, I found an article that was published by the Greater Good magazine. And it says, studies show that people who consciously count their blessings tend to be happier and less depressed. So then what would happen if, you know, if we were all happy, if we all had an attitude of gratitude, and if we were giving thanks to God every day for what we have? Um, I just, I can't imagine, I mean, it would be so much better. Um, Jack Canfield said that gratitude is the single most important ingredient to living a successful and fulfilled life. And, um, you know, I might not have an attitude of gratitude all the time, but I really do believe that. I believe that the more we focus on the positive, um, the happier we'll be and the more successful we will be. Um, so I found... Um, a few things actually it's from the John Hopkins um, website and um, the wellness program uh, program coordinator said this is how she suggests that we cult we can cultivate gratitude what number one is keeping a gratitude journal so studies show that recording the things you are grateful for each day in a journal can have positive psychological and physiological effects. Um, I did this once and actually it was very, um, very helpful. Um, I had a really good friend who gave me a gratitude journal and um, we tried to focus on the positive for a month and, and it was amazing. Um, I don't do it very often and I probably should do it more. <laughs> But, um, so if you already keep a gratitude journal or a journal at all, then, you know, if it's something that you're into, start writing down. I used to write in like my planner, uh, when I had a calendar planner and I would just write what I was grateful for that day. Uh, so number two is write thanks, uh, write thank you notes. 
Studies show that writing a thank you note to someone who has done something for you helps you to appreciate what you have received and can strengthen relationships. So I'm terrible at writing thank you notes. I'm terrible at writing birthday cards. Like, there's just not something that I am good at. <laughs> but, um, but my husband's stepmom is amazing at thank you notes, birthday notes, um, even just going to visit. Um, when we get home, we get a thank you note for such a wonderful time. And I really admire her. And that's probably one reason that she has great relationships and also um, is happy. You know, she, she writes her thank you notes. So number three is mental subtraction. This is when you imagine what your life would be if certain things that are positive in your life had not happened to you. This can help you be more aware of what you have. Number four is teach gratitude. Helping our children understand what gratitude is can help future generations to be thankful for what they have and live a happy life. I think in today's world that is very, very important. Um, we need to teach our kids and our grandkids gratitude because if we don't, then you know the world's just going to be more and more negative um, with every generation. So teach somebody about gratitude. Show your kids how to do how to be grateful. Uh, number five is gratitude activities. Finding a daily activity that helps you remember what you are grateful for can be very beneficial. This can include a gratitude jar or a gratitude walk, anything that helps you see the good in your life. So to me, this could even be the uh, gratitude journal. But um, yeah, finding something like I love to go on walks and I love to just look around and see all the beauty. And when I do that, it really helps me to remember to say thank you to my Heavenly Father because we live in such a beautiful world with amazing color. Um, so I had put out on Facebook and Instagram um, a question and I had asked people, you know, what they were grateful for. And so I wanted to share a few of their responses. I am grateful for the gospel of Jesus Christ. I am grateful that I have a loving Father in heaven and for my Savior Jesus Christ. I am so grateful for my family. I am grateful for my health, my, our country, my church, family, and friends. I am grateful for running water, AC, books, technology, hairspray, clothing, and transportation. And if you knew this friend, you would say, totally agree with her. Um, she needs her hairspray. <laughs> um, I'm grateful for my husband, friends, and pumpkin bagels. I thought that one was fun. I am grateful for my fur baby. And I totally agree with that one. I am grateful for Frankie. He is amazing and has brought a lot of joy to our life. Um, I am grateful for my friends. And then I, a couple people put they were grateful for me. And it really touched me and it really made me feel good. Um, even though I know those people are grateful for me, for them just to say it out there on Facebook like that was, um, was really kind and um, made me feel better. You know, it made me filled with more gratitude for my life. So 
how do we have an attitude of gratitude, right? We can do these, these five things. We can every night add things to our list or, you know, make a list. Just start writing down what you're grateful for. Um, it can be anything. Like, I'm grateful for sunshine. I am not grateful for snow, but I am grateful for sunshine. Um, when we have an attitude of gratitude, we have a life that is full of joy. Um, you know, there's always going to be negative and evil in our world, and which is terrifying. But the more I think that we focus on blessings, um, the good that we've been given, and thank our Heavenly Father for those blessings, I think then we can find more happiness in our life. Um, I think if people focused on the good, there would be less sadness and darkness in the world. Um, I saw a a cute quote or a small quote the other day from, uh, I think it's Sherry Dirksen. And it said, the vibration of gratitude attracts more positive things into your life. And this brought me to um, what I've been learning about recently. Um, I actually have been taking a life coach class. I've decided to become a life coach. And, you know, not because I'm so knowledgeable or I know everything, but I just have this desire to help people. And I'm not perfect. Uh, I'm not perfect in any way. But I am trying to be a better person and um, someone, I was talking to someone and they just said, you know, you should be a life coach. And I was like, oh, I've actually been thinking about that. <laughs> and, um, and then I was actually able to get into this life coach class. So I'm really excited about that. One of the things that I learned and that I really um, have been thinking about and trying to understand and implement in my life is that yes, our thoughts are vibrations. So every time we think a thought, we send out that thoughts specific vibration. And if a thought makes you feel good, it is vibrating at a higher frequency. Okay, so it's if it's good, it's a it's a high frequency, or it's like light. Okay, bright. If a thought makes you feel bad, it vibrates at a lower frequency, so low or dark. The more focus that you give to a thought, the more thoughts of the same vibration will join it. This is called the law of attraction in action. So like attracts like. And, you know, this all made a lot of sense to me. Like, yeah, the more negative thoughts that I think, the worse I feel. But the more positive thoughts I think, then the more positive I feel, the more happy I feel. So like attracts like. I really liked that. Um, As the vibration grows, it becomes stronger, more stable, more able to attract other equal frequencies. If you think the world is a terrible place and spend your time watching negative news, looking for sad stories, or spending time talking to others about how the world is going downhill then the more stories supporting this view will literally find you. So I don't know if you've ever noticed that, but like if you're out somewhere and you're having a conversation and you know, you're talking negatively, the other person also talks negatively. 
But if you're talking positively, that person talks positively. So I found that really interesting because it's totally true. Um, have you ever met someone who thinks that the world is like so awesome and they always seem to be happy? Um, I have, and, um, it probably annoys you, you know? I mean, have you ever met someone that was just so just like exuded happiness and you were just like, ugh? well, um, it annoys you because the energy of their thoughts is foreign to you. So if you're, if you're already a negative person and you meet a positive person, it's like the wrong side of the bad, you know, the magnet, it just, it repels. Um, which I thought was funny because, you know, I have shared before, like when my husband and I first met our friends, Mark and Becky, it was like, I don't know if we can hang out with them. They're just way too happy. And, um, but the more that we've been around them, the more positive we have become. And so a lot of my change and my learning is actually because of them. And I'm so grateful for them and for their positivity and how they live their lives because it is such a great example. And I want to be that person for someone else. Um, so back to, you know, our thoughts, our vibrations. Um, I think something that's really important that we should all remember and that I'm currently learning is that we have the power to choose our thoughts. So if you're always negative, you're choosing to allow that negativity to run your life. So we need to choose positivity. And that's where, you know, gratitude or an attitude of gratitude comes in. Um, so if you are negative now, it's okay because you have the power to change your thoughts. You have the power to change your vibration and how you feel. My friend Jill was someone who had an attitude of gratitude. And even though she struggled with pancreatic cancer for two years, she was still putting out positive vibrations. In fact, there are so many people that I could name right now that have such positive attitudes, even though they're going through so many things. And they are such good examples to me. So I guess I would like to put out a challenge to you that you start changing your thought vibrations. You start looking for the positive, start being grateful for what you have, even if it's the littlest thing. Like, I am so grateful for uh, calla lily flowers. I love calla lilies. And when I see them, they make me smile. Um, kind of goes back to one of my episodes with um, Stephanie when about her book, Searching for Yellow. Like, what is your yellow? What do you have in your life that brings a smile to your face when you see it? You know, for me, it's flowers. For me, it's my daughter. For me, it's this or that. But what is your yellow? What do you need to start looking for or start implementing in your life that will change your thought vibrations to positive, to a higher frequency so that you can live a happier life? 
And what do you need to do to thank your Father in Heaven every single day? You know, do you need to set yourself a reminder on your phone? You know, do you need to start a gratitude journal? Whatever it might be, start changing your thought vibrations. And the more that we do this, the happier we will be and the happier I think the world will be. So I just, you know, yes, I'm being all sentimental and whatever. You know, November is a hard month for me. Both of my grandmothers passed away in November. One of my grandfathers passed away in November. Uh, Jill passed away in November. So, you know, the holidays are always really hard because most of us have had someone significant in our life pass away around the holidays. But I don't think that any of those who have passed on want us to sit here and, you know, wallow in sorrow and sadness and anger. I really think they want us to be happy and to prepare ourselves for when it's our time. And so I I am grateful for this month, Um, even though it's a hard month, I'm grateful that it forces us almost to realize what things we have to give Thanksgiving for. And, you know, it's not just about turkey, although that's delicious and wonderful to have, but it's about being grateful for what we have and expressing that gratitude. So... If there's someone in your life that you have not expressed your gratitude to, I challenge you to also do that. Tell your loved ones that you love them, that you're grateful for them, and even thank Heavenly Father for those people that are in your life. Um, you know, that that's important too, because I really feel that everyone that is in my life has been placed there by God. And I am so grateful for that. Thank you for joining me on Test Talks today. I would love it if you would commit yourself today that you will no longer put up with not feeling good, that you will not put up with negativity anymore. This is not who you are. We were not created to be negative. Claim your power, reclaim it if you need to, and choose to be who you were meant to be. We were meant to have joy, and I believe that so much, and I hope everyone has a fantastic month of Thanksgiving, and that you can remember all the things you're grateful for. And as always, love hard, live full, and laugh often, and I'll see you next time. Do <laughs> do